Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hi, I'm Ade, and this is Black Ticulate. Black Ticulate. Black Ticulate. A podcast series that gives voice to positive black action no matter how big or small. Of earth. What, your surname? Yeah. Precious metal of earth. Yeah. Atuona. Atuona, Ivo. Okay. Every, everybody hears it, and I don't think it's Ivo, but yes, yeah, Ivo. I, I genuinely thought you are Yoruba. Yeah, 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 nah, no, not one of those savages. Not savages, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Um, sad level's good, so I've got to start. Cool. Edge um, sorry, I keep speaking your about it. You've got to mind that with it picks up everything. Oh, right, so okay, yeah, if you cool. are tapping on, yeah. Right. All right, let's rock and roll. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go. You're going to learn today. going to learn something. <laughs> I hope so. Okay, guys, um, welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. As you know, I find the most talented, the most creative, the most inspirational yes. individuals yes. within the African, Afro-Caribbean diasporas right. within UK, doing amazing things, doing positive things, yeah. taking positive actions. And today's no different. In front of me, we've got a really dear friend of mine. We've known each other for quite a while. Yes, yeah, it's been quite some time. Yeah, but we never like really I don't know where it started, into... well, where it ended, but yeah. It yeah, been it'll be Tala, Chelsea, that Yeah, lot. yeah, yeah. But we've known each other for years, but we yeah. don't know each other like, through and through, we don't hang yeah. out every day. Yeah, like when yeah. we do, it's just blessed. We should hang out a lot more. Yeah, it's yeah, just... Yeah, you're local as well. I know. There's no excuses. Yeah. All right, guys. So that voice you're hearing is Julius, right? And Jules... In the flesh. In the flesh. You need to tell my listeners who you are, how you identify yourself. When I say identify yourself, like, what do you do? And let's just... And we'll, we'll roll from there. Right. But yeah, so as mentioned before, my name is Julius Atawona. Uh, aka Joey Nomadic and I'm one half of Nomadic People Um, I'm a founder of a brand which uh, creates and designs and manufactures by hand in London uh, bespoke leather pieces uh, leather and canvas and leather men's accessories I identify myself as a designer and as a craftsman mainly as well so that's like my main priority to be known that yeah. my hands are my tools and something that I work with. And it's, it's something that's been done in my family for, for years, like just a whole okay. family of craftsmen as well. So, yeah. and then the other side of that is a family of scholars and of course, Nigerian say, academics Niger, and accountants. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, in the blood, in the flesh, man, just here. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's interesting. So do you, when you say you identify as being a craftsman and whatnot, you don't see, because 
the reason why I say it's interesting is I would have thought you said Nigerian first. Or, yeah, of course, of course. Or um, is identity in that sense like um, important? Again, I, I think before everything else, it, um, I, I I identify myself as an African before as a Nigerian and ah. kind of as a craftsman as well because um, I'm one of maybe probably like 30 million Nigerians in diaspora in the UK probably. Yeah. But um, I kind of feel like I, I identify with my hands and like what I do and what I create first kind of as a Nigerian as well. And again, like, don't get me wrong, these Nigerian stories, like, they are close to my heart as well, but yeah. Okay, interesting. So let's, uh, let's start with how you founded this company and why. Right, um... I've always been involved in design as well. And my partner, um, Toby... Who we're going to get on Black Ticulate as yeah, well, guys. So look forward to that. A.K.A. Nomad Toby. Um, yeah, we, we've been designing and kind of like spitballing ideas in terms of what our concept of um, style is and what we can do to, um, to complement the style as well. So it was kind of a natural uh, progression that we went from our conversations to actually... Uh, starting a brand that does something. Uh, a lot of people I know they have ideas and they don't. They rarely act on their yeah. ideas. But um, I mean, like so many people. Yeah, yeah. So I, at the time I was uh, working in within accounting, and it it's kind it's kind of like something that you did do as a safety net. You know, you as a creative, it, people always ask me how I've gone from finance into. Uh, Having yeah, a yeah craftsman, craftsman becoming a craftsman, but um, I've always kind of like straddled both sides of the fence. I've always been quite good academically, and but I've always been hands on mm. in terms of my learning pattern as well. So um, yeah, it was kind of a natural progression from our conversations to getting into craftsman, uh, being craftsman and leather craftsman as well. Yeah, I'm a bit. Why? Okay, why leather specifically? Uh, leather's a, it's a beautiful material to work with. Okay. Man. Like, it, it holds no prisoners. As soon as you make a mistake on it, it's over. It's You've done. got to start all over again. So it's like it's about the concentration. It's about um, just the just the um, the way. Uh, I guess the word is patina. So patina, patina yeah. Okay. So uh, if you get a piece of leather, if you get a piece of copper or wood, when it ages, it it gets that shine, it gets that kind of like varnish or that natural gleam and that natural mm. quality. And leather's patina has to be the best for me. Uh, and after that, probably copper when it goes blue as well. That's, that's something that's striking to me. But yeah. You like the, the aging process. The aging process and like just being oxygenated, the hands, grease, sweat, everything getting into it. And then yeah. each uh, piece of leather having its own unique uh, patina to the owner of that lever as well. So, right, so yeah. it's almost like a unique identification. Exactly. And how you use the material. Yeah, no no, no card holder. Once it's gone to a customer, no card holder looks the same or no leather bag looks the same because it, it tells its own story. Yeah. I can look at a piece of leather and say, yep, yeah, this person has really sweaty palms. Or, <laughs> like, this person has, leads an extraordinary life. Or, yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah, it's quite interesting in that way. But yeah. uh, Okay, so... Talk to me about that process of moving then from an accountant to full time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it, um, as a like, Nigerian, as it was a yeah, exactly. Yeah, as a as Nigerian, a Nigerian, that is a an interesting story. So, 
um, essentially the story goes, um, you're working and you sit down with your dad, your brother, your sister, your friends, whatever. And you kind of say like, yeah, you've had enough of like waking up and going to do something that you don't particularly enjoy. And the first thing is that, are you mad? Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> and, and then when you tell them what you, what you actually want to do, it's just, gets 10 times worse but um i think when people see the work that you've been putting in that you're actually serious about it they start to understand that this isn't a phase or this isn't just uh some craziness talking it's it's a passion and i think once you have a passion not many people find their passion but once you do find your passion you're quite lucky but then you have another battle of making that passion into something that can actually like financially sustain you as well so yeah you've always got that you've got to straddle yeah. that finance how do i live how do i live passion? yeah so um yeah no i've just been speaking to people who've been here before me a lot of people they like to do things on their own but it's i think it's quite important to just find out like most uh paths have really been trodden before you yeah. even got there so just find find a mentor speak to them, find out how they've done it. And then I'm just trying to be in that place where I can tell other people who are doing the same thing I'm doing, how to keep their finances in check, how to do certain things as well. So well, it's, you, just a, you've got, it's you, a massive learning curve. I was going to say, I mean, yeah. you've also, you've got an avid listeners. I yeah. mean, I'm definitely paying attention. Yeah. So how do you do that? How do you keep your finances in check and pursue your passion and dream? It's, it's constant planning constant planning and like walk us through what you do yeah so what i do i um every every month i have a financial plan for the month how much money i have for food how much money i have for rent how much money i have for uh living a lavish life uh, <laughs> which is uh just as a playboy <laughs> which is pretty much never <laughs> But um, just uh, it's it's about budgeting, financial planning, and obviously a lot of people can set a budget. That's it's just an Excel spreadsheet and then typing in a few numbers. But it's the discipline to yeah. stick into that budget, which uh, sometimes uh, leaves people at their time of need. And I'm I'm just lucky to have like uh, brothers who are my brother who is really good at planning. Uh, having a sister who is machine at planning and yeah. yeah I just look at them and I see I think what would Brenda do or what would Malcolm do what would Diana do and then I think Julius you've got to step it up or oh, and I have like I have a lot of friends as well who are also self-employed and monsters when it comes to planning and saving as well so I've, I've got a wealth of kind of like experience around me which I like to tap into so so yeah I mean so I think you're just as good as like the friends you keep or yeah, yeah, the company you keep definitely exactly, helps yeah. keep you on track. Yeah, exactly. Definitely helps discipline you. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent in agreement with that. So, I mean, when you decided, obviously, you told your dad, because are you mad that you know this is what you want to do? You know, mad that people <laughs> as a brand is gonna come through yeah. strong and hard. And guys, if you do get an opportunity to, in fact, do it now whilst we're yeah, talking. Check it out at yeah. nomadic underscore people. That's our Instagram, and the website is www.nomadic dash people.com as well so it's a fine selection of products there yeah so guys check it out as whilst we're talking now do you recall your first client your first sale yes i do actually um i remember we 
we started off with uh, just a small WordPress plug and initially our, our brand idea was to kind of like take the customer on a journey with us from uh, zero to a hundred if you like and we used to have a blog of our late nights in my bedroom where we first started off with uh, just a basic sewing machine and ruler, razor blade cutting that lever. Nice. We used to uh, document everything and people used to comment on it, got quite a bit of love as well. So we um, used to receive quite a few emails for requests for products for like an iPad case or a, a rucksack. Our first customer, he was a, a a lawyer for a music company. Okay. So, so you didn't know him? Wasn't part had of no the idea who he was. Network. Wasn't part, part of my network. And he hit us up via email, uh, requested a bag. Uh, we had no idea what we were doing in terms of like the e-commerce side of, uh, of the uh, business. But um, we made the product. Uh, we got it to him. He paid us. And... That was when we thought, yeah, we we've got business. Yeah. We might just actually have a business on our hands. So, and I guess that was the uh, birth of nomadic people as a entity, as a legal entity. So we, from that point, we kind of uh, registered it as a limited company, copyrighted the logo, uh, copyrighted it in America as well, which was really it's another story where you were, yeah. Does that mean? So, like, so essentially, yeah. essentially, there was uh, after we because uh, we don't know anything yeah, about yeah. copyright here. Yeah. So after we uh, launched our brand, there then was another brand who one of our friends found on Instagram called A Nomadic People, and they started probably a year after us, which was. Quite, quite. I uh, reserve comment for yeah. that. But yeah, so I think the first thing we did was uh, register for a copyright on the logo and name in America as well, because that is um, obviously when it comes to online social media as well, America is pretty much the hub of okay. where things go. So if you have an Instagram here, funnily enough a lot of the images will go to America before you before they are circulated in the UK okay which is something I don't for, on our website most of our hits are from America the US, and yeah. then the UK and then Copenhagen okay. Denmark yeah so um, yeah so we uh, it was quite of a uh, priority for us to get that copyright going uh, right now we're in the process of copywriting in Japan and Canada and Denmark as well Denmark as well so um, yeah there, there are quite a few legal stepping stones that need to be done as well is copyright um, expensive? copyright is not expensive in the UK Okay, uh, I think it's roughly uh, $300 in US and it is quite expensive in Japan as well but there, is, there are some people who can get you kind of like an international copyright package but where we had done it in the UK first we went Right. for that, but, but yeah. it's it's important. It's very because... important because um, if you spend X amount of nights uh, developing a brand name, a brand identity, and a logo, the last thing you want to do is have somebody kind of like take it and use it on their product, which doesn't reflect your product at yeah, all, or reflects badly, or in any such way. So, it, if when it comes to products, it's very and branding is very important. Okay, so I want yes. I mean, God, you guys, you can tell how amazing Jules is. I don't speak. <laughs> but are there any 
what would be the best advice you can give my listeners who do want to start up a, I guess, an accessory brand? Yeah. Ala yours, but obviously the thing about you guys is unique and everyone will be unique. Yeah. You know? But if you almost say, if imagine this was a class and you had the cheat sheet yeah. to a test or something, what what would that be? What does that look like? Um, I think the, the first thing it would have is uh, your story. Mm. You need to kind of like have your story and then have your own identity. Uh, kind of neatly package that into a... I say a branding story and then do not be afraid to research and look at other people who have done it before you as well. There's a wealth of experience, a wealth of knowledge out there. Uh, I think it was Vivian Westwood who said something about plagiarism, which I don't actually condone. <laughs> I don't condone. But uh, yeah, so like there's literally nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Like you can look under a rock and find inspiration. So just research and be constantly hungry for inspiration and are open to inspiration from certain different things. We've looked, gone to gothic exhibitions, we've gone to punk exhibitions just to take pictures and have a reference and kind of like draw information from it and draw design inspiration from it. Would you bet you are definitely mapping your way to success and it's, it's amazing just to watch you guys grow right. because when I knew you, I don't think nomadic people No, it, it, it wasn't in existence no. at the time. So we, um, I think it was just a figment of our imagination at that point. But um, yeah, I, I think that. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Essentially is the best thing about our brand is that a lot of people have been there from the journey from the beginning. And on most of our social medias, you can just... All you have to do is just search, do a Google search, and you can see it from day one as well. And then you can follow it within a week and then say, yeah, okay, this is something I can subscribe to or this, is, this isn't this is me. But if, as long as we get people thinking and actually thinking, yeah, we can do this, or it's not something that's alien to me because we don't have a design or a fashion background. Um, we just have a creative background and that's what you need to accomplish anything.
Hey guys, before we get back to the episode, I just wanted to say thank you very much for listening to us. Now you can continue to support us by visiting www.lacticulate.com or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Now let's get back to the episode. So you've got challenges though. Challenges, yes. You do. Challenges, of course. I mean, um, we, all, we all do. So what are, what are some of your challenges? And I'm, I'm always curious to know as well whether or not that is reflective of your race. Um, I'm hoping it's not, but you never, you know, this yeah, is articulate. So, I mean, it, when, when if you speak to somebody who, for example, you have a fashion buyer and you kind of like, for example, if you have, if they were to look at your CV and see this guy has not been to Central St. Martin's to study design or fashion or anything. Yeah. This guy has not been to a Royal Court Wainers to do uh, uh, leather, work with leather shoes or anything. What, what are your specialties? But what, what, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Yeah. And you're black as well. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> There's this random black guy just, just asking. Am I, am I being punked? Is this a joke? <laughs> yeah, this is a joke. But um, again, I, I'm capable of producing a wealth of designs. I have a wealth of designs in my sketchbooks at home. Um, I like to let my products do the speaking for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty much what happens. So, people tend to look at our products and think, you know what, this is a good product. And rather than actually look at me and say, who's this random guy from Peckham? Yeah. This random black guy from Peckham, what what is he doing here? And they they appreciate our products and they kind of subscribe from that point on. So So you put that you do like Apple or any good brand product. First and foremost, speak it's, to if, itself. Like if you, but I think still, if you, if you, some people have the gift of the gab, some people are blaggers and salesmen. If you've got a great product and you've got all those other skills on top, then you're set. You're set. You're set. Yeah. But you don't feel you're a good blagger or salesman. Um, well, I mean, I, like, I mean like when I sell, I like to, I like people to think for themselves. I so for example, if I was to do a sketch. My sketch wouldn't be for people to buy it. It would be to make people think. Right. And I think that is where things happen at a point where people start thinking about things rather than thinking, oh, yeah, this is um, something that somebody told me to go and buy or something that somebody wooed me into buying. I like people to kind of see something and then think this is something I can do. do I can do something with this or yeah. this is something that intrigues me. No, I see that. I see that. Just no. kind of like conversational starters or like... Not necessarily with other people, but at least like a thought process in your head where you're yeah. conversing like, why, why should I buy this? Or this is something I should buy or, yeah. So no, I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah. So I'm curious to know, like your audience, do you find that, do they know that you're black? Um, I think based on our heavy social media and, and branding, it it will be kind of hard to not know Right. That we're black, but I'm sure I am sure there are some people who see my products and have absolutely no idea. Right, and then so if they know you're black, you tend to find that you have majority of the buyers. Who who are they? Do you know? Because you mentioned Copenhagen. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> funnily enough, I I've been speaking to quite a few of my um, friends who work in marketing and PR, and our customers are. Uh, I'd say 28 to 35 year old and they're usually working kind of like uh, creative backgrounds as well. So like our main 
uh, guy has been described as a a graying graphic designer. A graying graphic graphic designer designer. who cycles. Who cycles. So like that that is kind of our um, market, and it hasn't been that intentionally. It just seems that uh, most of our designs do um, speak to those kind of people who um, maybe have a creative background and. We, we don't really have any PR or marketing, so we can't actually kind of aim for other crowds or audiences. We let Does that matter? Do you want to? Um, as a business, my mentor would <laughs> say this is essential, this is something you have to do. Right. But as a creative, it's refreshing to um, have that our products are conversing with these people. Right organically as well so like organic organic cells are always the best kind of cells it's like a an external appreciation for something that you've been doing so yeah, yeah. i mean i'm with you jules so if i'm gonna break down the conversation in which we had yeah i mean or which we are having <laughs> yeah. about the challenges you are finding it difficult to get in front of buyers find it quite difficult to get in front of uh buyers yeah and to kind of like speak to markets outside of our outside of the grading graphic designer okay yeah so what's the solutions do, this, do you have any i mean what's your mentor said uh my mentor said to kind of get involved in the marketing and pr side and to extend our product range as well which we are working on ornamental well, products coming out soon nice show let's fuck but um, yeah to work on um, extending your product portfolio as well to appeal to more people and our products are handmade there are they're handmade in South London as well so that does come at a premium so maybe to having more um, like a starter product or a um, a, a lower tier a lower tier which um, I'm going ar- to I'm going to yeah I'm going to argue against your mentor and forgive me I don't know he or she I'm of sure course yeah no we, we, is amazing. we, we argue back and forth yeah yeah to um, quite often I'll so. say keep it but I don't know much I mean so anyone listening who's obviously looked at nomadic people and think they can help particularly in the marketing and PR side of yeah. things definitely get in touch yeah Send yeah. me an email, send me a WhatsApp, send me an <laughs> Instagram DM, like, carry a pigeon, anything. <laughs> Just get in touch. Okay, brilliant. Um, we are coming up to the half an hour mark pretty soon. So wow. um, I know, right? Time yeah, flies when you're having fun. But um, I, because it is Black Ticular and it is all about positive yeah. actions, you know, black stories, are there any, are there any stories in which you have of your business where you know that if you weren't black this wouldn't be happening and how how did you deal with it um right so when we first started out we did uh get message from a store in copenhagen to uh for them to carry some of our products so we um confirmed the order um, we went over there to have a conversation and think as well and we spoke to the person and they then said that they won't be paying us until the products have been sold through which wasn't not discussed right process so that's, that's not business protocol at all so um, I then spoke to a few other people who had worked for those stores as well and 
find out that that isn't business protocol as well. So it, I couldn't actually say whether it is because we're black or because we were a small brand, small startup brand, but it was quite disheartening and needless to say, we didn't continue with that situation. But um, yeah, I, I, again, people do have a certain stereotype, like we all know this about black people working with black people and maybe they're not professional, maybe they'll be late or all of these things, but you just got to keep on going. Yeah. And overcome these barriers. Like there, there are there are barriers there, and nobody can deny it. You do have people who deny it, but yeah. but yeah, it's it's just something that we've experienced through life, and makes us stronger people for getting over it. And we're doing this so that when people who come after us want to do it, they don't have these barriers because we have our own avenues for them to come to enter into these markets through. So yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, you couldn't have said it any better. Now, I'm curious to know, have you had any backlash from within our own community? Um, I think it's been quite positive. Yeah. I have, I do get occasionally people ask me, oh, right, this is a very nice product. How much is it? And then I'll get a bit of, I'll get a bit of backlash from them, them saying, um, oh, yeah, this is too expensive or, like, you're not helping the community. <laughs> but um, at the same time, we have a we have a large workshop in Lewisham. We need to pay rent, and these costs have been calculated where we can actually stay afloat as a business. So, um, again, it, it is um, penny squeezers. There's nothing wrong with penny squeezing. But um, yeah, we need to stay alive. Yeah, we really no, I mean, you got to gotta eat, right? Yeah. You got to eat. Now we had we had vegan a... meals aren't, aren't cheap. <laughs> You've stopped eating meat, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm we had this conversation gen. earlier, by yeah. the way, um, listeners. Yeah, like a Niger man has stopped it's, eating yeah, meat. Yeah, this is actually taboo. Yeah, taboo, it's, yeah, it's so not. Like, it's not known. Um, yeah, no, I just after eating meat, I feel quite sluggish, and then I don't have the best digestive experience after right. eating meat and x amount of carbs as well so um nobody has ever had a problem with eating a salad nobody's <laughs> ever had a problem with like eating like vegetables or yeah for fair. example so fair. yeah but you spoke about something about the matrix system the red yes. and blue pill yes what was that can you, can you let the listeners know right yeah so um just yesterday actually i had a conversation with my sister diana she's a writer and she wrote a play called Liberian Girl, which yeah. was massive. It got a whole load of accolades. But um, we were speaking about people and kind of like their aversion to risk and kind of like getting into businesses or getting into freelance work or just being a creative in general. And I kind of thought that um, in the systems we go to, like kind of institutions like school secondary school university people aren't people aren't let's say bred to be free thinkers or to kind of like follow their passions they are they're kind of like made to get into line with the system or the machine so that they need to be a cog they need to be a functioning part of the system which to some extent is understandable but um only a few people uh, break free of that condition and, and they actually pursue their dreams a lot I speak to people and I ask them what, what their passions are and they have no idea what their passions are but that is difficult 
to find your passion. It is quite difficult, but if you speak to a child and ask them what their passions are, they'll tell you within yeah. within five seconds of you asking that question. That's true. And it's what what makes you lose your sense of passion or your sense of loving something that you do. And we kind of came to the conclusion that it must be these institutions where they don't teach you about financial efficacy, they don't teach you about um, how to balance your checks, how to kind of like invest lessons that we should be learning mm. as to as functioning parts of society. They do teach you Pythagoras theorem, which I haven't used. Even though I find I find theoretical maths is very interesting. Right. Like, it's it's crazy interesting, but again, it hasn't helped me as an adult yeah, or practical application. Trying to get into on the housing market hasn't helped me in any such way. So, yeah, um, I kind of think it's like some people, as I said to you before, it's like the red or blue pill, or is it red or green pill? I can't remember. No, it's red and blue. Red yeah, or yeah, blue yeah, pill, yeah. right? Yeah, yes. Uh, yes, some people um, just choose to take the pill. Some people discard the pill and just carry on with their daily life because. They don't. I, like, I don't. I don't want no trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want no trouble. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you, you you have to be a leader, and you need to lead your people as well. And like, if we had more leaders, then I guess we we'd be in a better situation. So I'm just trying to be a leader and trying to make it easier for people from black people from South London to get into their own passions or following creativity. And following something they love, so amazing. Yeah, so hopefully, like when I'm doing what I'm doing, somebody can message me and say, "Yes, I also have this. Like, can you be my mentor? Or can you help me with this? Or point me in the right directions? I'm having problems with uh, accounting and my taxes. I'm having problems with copywriting as well. So, yeah, this is something I can help you with and give you some information. So, yeah, amazing. So, guys, again, that is a call out. If you need. Any counting, copyright. Hit me up. What's up? DMs, carrier vision, messenger fox. I'm here. I mean, again, guys, I think you can join me in saying that this is probably, again, one of the very, very good Black Ticulate episodes with Jules. Um, I'm going to ask you a final question. Yeah. Um, How would you like to be remembered? Um, I'd like to be remembered as just... Somebody who uh, kind of like followed his passions, uh, made it easier for other people to do what they wanted to do and just loved his people. Brilliant. That's it, that's it at the end of the day. Just love your people, man. Love your people. Yeah. So once again, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Black Ticulate. And uh, you could follow us on Instagram. Follow you can follow us, us yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. You can follow us on Facebook. And obviously, we've got our website coming up, www.blackticulate.com. Articulate. And I'll put up all the show notes, everything Jules has mentioned, resources, tools, tactics, tricks, yes. especially their company brand, and um, just the good things and positive things they're doing. So, yeah, thanks for coming, Jules. Pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. I'd like to personally thank my sound editor, Chris Reese, And most of all, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. For more information on how you can get involved, please visit www.blackticulate.com and also follow Black Ticulate on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter social media. Stay tuned for another episode of Black Ticulate, Black Stories, Positive Actions. Hold up. 
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.